welcome to the Wrestling House Show. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. How you doing, Chris? I am well. How are you? Doing very well. You're, you're here. We're hanging out, doing a Wrestling House Show, all that fun stuff. Okay, right off the bat, this is this news is a few days old, but before we get into the actual show show, well, I guess, you know, whatever. I think we already started. Yeah, we, oh, well, we already started. Great, great. Okay. Well, Chris. Right, Joey. Um, Good news, bad news. Okay. Start with the bad news. All right. The, the WWE Network has yes. been delayed. The launch has been delayed. Right. Till fall, apparently. Yeah. Last I heard. Um, the, the middle of the good news is they launched that YouTube channel this week. Right. And the good news for me so far is, even though they delayed the channel, they're making moves. Uh, I've heard that the the Legends House is going to be on Sci-Fi at this point, mm. possibly. Uh, the biggest news for me, and, and possibly you, I would assume, is right now WWE talent scouts. Mm-hmm. Yay, talent scouts! <laughs> they're right. out scouting the indies all over the country. Yeah. And apparently, they're going to have a new cruiserweight show. I heard about that, yeah. But th- they're like actually bringing in new guys for it. This is what I've heard. It's not they're not just going to rely on what they have. They're just yeah. going to bring a whole mess of guys in and have a cruiserweight only show. What is it going to is it I mean like is it going to be like a reality show or do you know like what the format is going to be? I, I've been hearing, you know, of course they haven't even uh, recorded anything yet, well, yeah. but I am under the assumption at this point it's going to be a lot kind of like FCW in the sense that it's going to have its own building. Right. And that's where it's going to be filmed. It's going to focus on those guys. And I yeah. guess if anybody gets over massively, they'll move them up yeah. to get squashed right. <laughs> by your Brodus Clays and all that right. stuff. But they're doing the show, apparently. They're committed to it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of it? And, I mean, obviously with the death of the Cruiserweight title years ago, yeah. I, is this is this a good idea in your opinion? Does it... Is it good for cruiserweight division guys? And they say they're not going to get anybody over 200 pounds in yeah, this thing. That's cool. I don't. It can't hurt. I mean, how, how can it hurt the cruiserweight division? When you don't have when a division, have one. anything you do yeah. is up. Yeah. I would like for them bring in new guys for the show and then bring take some of the guys on the current roster, like a Trent Beretta or Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd or someone like that, yeah. and have them be like, I don't. I would say like mentor, but have them come in and they'll probably wind up being kind of the champs early yeah, on, that kind yeah. of thing. You well, know? see, and it's hard to say like how the show's going to be formatted. You know, yeah. if it's going to be like a NXT kind of thing, or if it's going to be like, you know, it's. Is, I don't know. It's hard to say like if I'm going to like it or not. Yeah, but uh, like I said, it can't hurt. Yeah, I have a few more hypotheticals for you on that. Is this their way of? competing even though it's not competition for them is this their way of competing with ring of honor and the x division and that kind of stuff you think that's Um, why they're doing it or do you think there's actually good intentions here i don't think it's really competing i wouldn't say but i think they're maybe testing the waters to see if there's interest in putting it on their regular shows you know yeah if they, they have all the hours in the world they want yeah. uh, to program and put whatever they want on try there. Try whatever, and if they get ratings, then yeah, they may move some people over and yeah. try to do a bit of the division again. Yeah, I think that is, is the Buco Saturday night program. It, it's, you get two hours of cruiserweight action, yeah. you know, even throw in some women. Right. Yeah, you know, I think that's not a bad that's not a bad idea because right. you you can't just have spot spot spot. I understand. I just like how you put that. Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. throw in some women. <laughs> yeah, get a few midgets. No, no midgets because I know horns. Cruiserweights, technically. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
<laughs> they are technically, yeah. Let's bring in the Super Juniors yeah. again and the Minis. No, you know, the last Cruiserweight champ on the books is Hornswoggle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> is he going to come back like Gilberg and on the first show, come out with his belt? Right. <laughs> challenge, have an open challenge. <laughs> no, we're already making fun of something that hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> well, that's what we do here. That, that is what we do a lot of times. But, you know, I'm excited about it. Like I said, I think a, a Saturday night, like kind of 10 to midnight, That'd 9 cool. to 11, something yeah. like that. I have fond memories of Shotgun Saturday night. Yeah. That was when that came on usually. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a it's 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 far away from the rest of the week pretty much, you know, for yeah. me. It's the weekend's its own entity. Yeah. I think it's a cool idea and I am looking forward to it. I hope they oh, do. Oh yeah, definitely. The... I'm looking forward to the whole network and uh, that's one of the things that yeah, is really going to make me want to buy the channel and yeah. you know, spend the money on it. Yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be pretty much like an on-demand uh I don't know. I mean, well, if I it's going to be no, it's going to be a cable channel. The most yeah. you'd have to pay for it, like how much you pay, how much is like HBO a month, you know, oh. whatever. I'm assuming that it's not going to go higher than that. Yeah. Like HBO is the most expensive channel out there. Yeah. So yeah, maybe like ten to fifteen bucks, yeah. you know, a month. That's hey, yeah. right on. Yeah. So get those clearances, guys. Let's get this channel going on. I'm already yeah, know, excited. Right. They say it's going to be the most interactive channel ever. We're going to program all the. Ma- you, you happy with the general public getting no. to uh, pick all the matches? That- I don't trust people to vote on things unless it's me or you, <laughs> yeah. so. or or our fine listeners, or so. our fine listeners. Yeah. So. Because it's gonna be, hey, I want to see uh, Kane versus the Great Khali from <laughs> WrestleMania 23. Yeah, let's put that one down. Oh. No. Well, I mean, I don't know. If they're paying for the channel and interacting, then maybe they'll have a little bit more discretion than, than that. A little uh, bit bigger fan. Bigger, you know? Yeah, definitely would be a bigger yeah. fan, not just the average Jabo that watches just for The Rock to come on right. every once every four months. Right. So I try not to be cynical, but I don't like the general public. So. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 uh it's it's easy to feel that way in an election year, but I I digress. <laughs> All right. Um. So what about the other like the YouTube stuff? I haven't gotten a chance to watch any of it. How is some of that? I I've watched a couple of things. Of course, they have been posting like mini matches and clipped matches, just like they had been on their YouTube. I mean, they've had a YouTube okay. channel already. That's that's what's kind of weird yeah. about it. But I guess they were kind of it was a soft opening, as right. as they like to say yeah. in the business. And you know it's fine so far. They Is seem it? committed. Uh, I I watched Santino's Foreign Exchange, and you know what? I, I like Santino's better than I thought I would because I have such fond memories of all the old WWE.coms, yeah. like the Dirt Sheet, and that's what I was going to ask. Is it is it like show format, like a TV show, or is it more like the old .com stuff, like just like short five minute things the, the two th- they're, they're short they're about yeah. five minutes apiece so yeah. far so santino's foreign exchange is not at all like santino's casa right it's santino backstage with a mic just talking to people while they're getting ready to do the show for the night yeah. so it's santino backstage at raw yeah you know running into like ran into one of the bellas while she was at the pinball machine backstage and okay Whatever arena they were in was freaking nice. Like they had a huge room with a bunch of pinball machines in there. That's interesting. I was like, there you go, nice. Yeah. And uh, you know, he, he was t- he talked to uh, Ted DiBiase for a little bit, and yeah, you know, he just whoever's backstage, Santino's gonna try to right. do some improv magic with him, and sometimes right. it worked, and sometimes it didn't. Yeah, but that's the show, you know. Right. So, and he talked to a fan back. He talked to a fan out in the street, and you know, just yeah. little things like that. So that that's what it is. And Santino. He is the the comedy guy right now, so oh, yeah. I think he deserves to have a show. So yeah. good there. I'm worried about the Zack Ryder show. I, like I said, I think this is going to be the shark jump for Zack Ryder's yeah. internet shows because yeah. 
the way well, he's he... going to have people writing for him, and he's not going to be doing it himself. So yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know. Well, just that, and the fact that it's yeah, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But the yeah. fact that it's now part of the WWE yeah, bubble when exactly. Z was completely an independent thing. Yeah. No budget, a flip cam and Zach, and that was the show. Yeah. And now that it's now that he's got the backing that we sorely wanted him to have, yeah. his internet show is probably going to suffer for it. Yeah, but that's... I'm sure he doesn't care as long as he's winning belts. Right. I don't blame I, him. If the end result is him being on TV and being part of storylines and having a job, then that's fine. I may not watch his YouTube show as much as I watch the other one, but yeah. it's it's a trade-off. So yeah. Yeah, I'm happy true. for the guy. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I've seen. Oh, okay, I watched the Inbox show also, which is... They kind of used to do this on Confidential, I think. They had, like, fans sending letters, sending questions, and they polled a bunch of different people to yeah. get the answers. But they asked uh, they asked them all where their favorite place to eat is, so, you know, I didn't really remember a whole lot about what was said, but I know that they were also... <laughs> it must not have been that great. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, the point I wanted to make was uh, they're still putting over the Daniel Bryan gimmick, even though he was being completely real. And yeah. not in his vegan character. Right. He was actually talking about how hard it is for him to eat on the road. Right. And he says, there's places that I know in, in certain cities that do well, and some cities are more vegan-friendly than others. So he talked about that. Yeah. And he goes, there's a lot of places. He goes, I want to plug these restaurants, but I can't remember their names, but I can get you there in the cab. Right. <laughs> so he didn't plug any restaurants. But that he he was the main focus of that, just because they were trying to put that yeah. over. But right. everybody else was like, oh, there's some great strips out there, you know, in major cities that have all types of food. And right. But that that's inbox. It wasn't, it wasn't much, but, right. you know, they're doing it. And I know they're going to do a lot of backstage stuff, like post-Raw, post-Smackdown yeah. backstages. Like what they do on the .com. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just going to be, I think people are going to be more inclined to watch it on YouTube, because that's where a lot of people watch stuff. It's, true. it's just all YouTube. They're not going to go to www.com. I honestly hated going to www.com, because I knew I was always going to run into an ad and have to wait like a minute, because well, they don't have a skip YouTube option. Too. Well, yeah, on YouTube you do, but they have those ones now you have the option to skip the ad. Like, pretty much sometimes. everything. That, sometimes. But WWE stuff, it always seems like it took like a minute. Every time, minute and a half. every time a new video loaded, you get another minute ad, yeah. Exactly. That's and that's what I didn't like about WWE.com yeah. and still and don't. you get those ads on the side now that load automatically. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so it, it's a whip. Yeah. And I think the YouTube thing is better because it's more convenient. Yeah. And they realize that YouTube is the king, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's good, and they seem to be committed to it. And it's just it's a new age and interaction, and that this you know 2012 is going to be the big year of WWE yeah. interaction. It doesn't really sound to me like the, the WWE Network shows. Then though, to me, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really sound like that would be conducive to an entertaining like 30 minute TV show, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, could be wrong. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but we were talking about the Daniel Bryan vegan bit. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, we were talking about there was parallels, obviously, in well, yeah. Punk and Bryan, and that's why they had the interaction this week on Raw. Yeah, because uh, Punk was straight edge, and that was a big part of his gimmick for a while. And He doesn't really talk about it anymore now. Well, yeah, because yeah. he's a baby face. Yeah, so. well, it's it's that, but his his character... You wouldn't question something like that. It's like if he wants to talk about it, he'll talk yeah. about it. That's well, his thing. And that's the thing. If he if he brings it up now, it's people would remember like, oh, straight edge. That's stupid. I don't like it. Yeah. So he doesn't mention it now. But because uh, and Daniel Bryan's doing the whole vegan thing now. The difference is, I I really didn't like it when. 
Punk did it either, honestly. Really? Because Straight Edge, the way he did it was, I think, a little bit better because he was preaching, and it wasn't about him being Straight Edge. It was about him being better than everybody else. Better than everyone else. That That's that's heel gold. Yeah, know? and Brian just hasn't gotten that, or hadn't gotten the writers to give him that same uh, um, spin on it. He tries, but... Like the the it's like they just leave him on his ass. Like the speech he had on SmackDown was just all over the place. He yeah. was talking about being vegan because he didn't believe in killing animals. Therefore, I'm healthier than you. It's like that. Wait, yeah. one doesn't go to the other. I understand what you're saying, yeah. but his his logic was just not non-existent. Yeah, and when when Daniel was on Art of Wrestling a couple of months ago talking about why he had to go vegan, it was strictly for health purposes. Yeah, like that's. We were talking about, remember when him and Nigel both got signed at the same time to WWE yeah. and Nigel lost out because of his health yeah. and nagging injuries? Yeah. Well, Brian said he almost got the same, they almost pulled it out from him too yeah. because he didn't pass the physical the first time or right. something like that. And that was because of that. So he had to go cold vegan. Yeah. And he's like, you know, and I'm gl- he's like, I'm glad I did it now, but it was, it was, it was rough, but it yeah. saved his life. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, when you hear it like that, it's like, oh, well, cool. Good for you, man. Yeah. And obviously yeah. they don't want to do that with him, but I, the, you were talking about the writers. Yeah, the, I think the writers are totally screwing this up because yeah. they could have such great promos with Daniel, and he's struggling on the promos, I think. Yeah. The only thing that's great is his uh, his laps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the laps yeah. are great. Well, see, when he's being arrogant and, like, jumping up and down, and yeah. yes, I mean, pointing in the air, yeah. that stuff's great. And I think yeah. he has a great character there, and his character, it's like for his ROH character when he was champ and the heel, yeah. heel champ. He was just yeah. like, I'm better. I'm the best there is, and yeah. you know what? Deal with it. Yeah. I think that's where they need to go with it. And the whole vegan thing is just a distraction that is not needed because being vegan is. I mean, just yeah. like being straight edge is a valid lifestyle choice, and just throwing that out there and having people dislike it just for what it is, I think, is dumb. Yeah. Like Big Show coming out. I was just eating a big steak, and then the people cheer for meat. I'm yeah. Like, what? Yay, that's, meat. Yeah, it's <laughs> stupid. I just I don't like that kind of stuff. It's just the you know pulling the strings of the sheep of the world. Yeah, you know? it's just too easy to. I think it's too easy of a gimmick. He's setting himself up for an easy, boring segment. Like I came out and I ate a steak. Ha ha ha! And yeah, Daniel Bryan gets mad, and it's like, why are you getting mad? Yeah, that doesn't make yeah. sense. He's it's like, dumb. well, you're stupid, and that's why I beat you all the time. <laughs> right. He exactly. should say things like that. Yeah. Oh, you ate a steak. Well, how many times have you beaten me? Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, right there. Yeah. That could have exactly. saved SmackDown right there. Right. And. And the other thing, they they really the the thing to me, it's it's that whole it's it's the front man thing. You got to get the guy in the cheap seats when you're yeah. doing these promos. And yeah. when you're doing these boring promos, you're not going to get them. Yeah. The people are going to get bored. They're going to go to the bathroom. Right. But if I'm sitting in the cheap seats and I'm average Joe guy, yeah. not Joey, and <laughs> average Joey, I hear Daniel Bryan go in the ring and saying something really over the top. To yeah. me, being a great heel, with a rare exception, is being over the top every time. Yeah. And he should go out there and go, you know, uh, yeah, I'm great because I'm a vegan. You know, there's a lot of vegans out there. You just don't know about them because they're super awesome. Right. You know you know who personally told me that they were vegan? Team Six. They're <laughs> all vegans. Six. And you see how good they're doing now. They're role models. Everybody right. wants to be like them. Hell, they could win any election they wanted to now. They're all rock stars. Say things like that. Say something yeah. really random and messed up. Right. That people say, well, is that true? Is, like, we, is that real? We can't verify yeah. that. <laughs> you know who else is vegan? You know, yeah. like, is it Vince McMahon? Is it, you know, just something really... Or, you know, Bob Backlund. He was the world champion for six years in a 
row. He told me the other day that he's vegan. He's been vegan his whole career. Right. You know, like things like that. People, yeah. is that true? Okay. Yeah, it's funny, but yeah. uh, you know, say things like that. Yeah, why that'd be so much better. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I think yeah, yeah, they're just going about it wrong, and I don't know. I mean, and the vegan lifestyle. I mean, I'm I'm not a vegan, but no, I, I'm not either. I respect it, and you watch them. Like I just when I, he was doing this whole thing, watch a movie on Netflix called Forks for Forks Over Knives. I think it's called. Yeah, that'll make you want to turn vegan. Yeah, isn't that the uh, what's that Food Inc? Uh, that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard about that. I still yeah. haven't seen them. But, I think uh, they're both on Netflix right now. So yeah. see, I'm scared to watch them for yeah. that exact reason. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I like. I like it's my made me take a look at my diet. So mm, okay, yeah. Maybe I, obviously I need to. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I don't know. Just do I, it I, right. Yeah. And I, I realize that he's not running the show as much anymore, but he's still in there. Yeah. Th- to me, this just reeks of Vince McMahon stuff. Like, like yeah. in the sense, like, oh, this guy's such a jerk. He doesn't eat meat, and he, he's really bragging. Yeah. Like, it rubs him the wrong way. Like, I, I've always heard that the, that the straight edge thing rubs him the wrong way. Yeah. He's like, oh, look at this guy. I can't and, trust the guy that doesn't eat. therefore, he turns that into a heel thing, even though it's a valid lifestyle choice, yeah. you know? Yeah. That just, it's like the writers are just making him... Yeah. into a douche but for the wrong reasons right, exactly. we don't want to exactly. boo him for that reason we want yeah, to yeah. boo him because, because he's a douche yeah and because <laughs> he spikes the ball a lot yeah <laughs> so yeah so maybe they'll figure it out but I don't know I just like him better when he's bowing up to Big Show <laughs> yeah like all that stuff that he did right before he cashed in yeah and I'm not off obviously we're not off the Daniel Bryan bandwagon bell yeah. to bell yeah he's the man yeah but like I love that stuff that they were doing on SmackDown before he cashed it in, and we—I mean, we talked about this on the last show. But it's like, you know, he bowed up to Mark Henry, even though Mark Henry was beating his ass yeah. every week. He wouldn't give up and be like, "You're you're a bully, and I'm not going to take it." Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a mixture of of that and like the Bob Holly super heavyweight thing. You know, <laughs> so he thinks great. he's bigger than he is, and he talks down to these guys. So. God, that's just one of the best gimmicks ever. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that man yeah. and him and Crash bringing in the scale. Yeah, if yeah. you aren't a super heavyweight, I'm not wrestling. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's like you guys aren't super <laughs> see that that's that's one thing lying yeah. to put over your character exactly I mean, oh god so good <laughs> like I said uh, Hardcore Holly is in the Hall of Fame for me for life just yeah. for calling Michael Cole a shithead on live pay-per-view <laughs> right. WrestleMania 2000 yeah uh, there's one thing they could have saved for the DVD I wish it had been that right glad I kept my VHS copy of it yeah. that I, we taped a, oh no wait we didn't tape that when it aired <laughs> copyright law um <laughs> right so i wanted I, I, I thought about this today we talked about daniel bryan yeah and of course in the last show we talked about wow sheamus went in the royal rumble yeah. think about that for a minute where we are we were we were trying to fantasy book wrestlemania on the last show yeah. think about that those two examples right there sheamus and daniel bryan what were we doing what were we doing mm-hmm. last year when we were at wrestlemania yeah. and we were Singing the blues for Seamus and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Look, look where they were on the card last year. Yeah. Off the show completely. Yeah. Uh, the pre-show, right? That was that was the dark match, wasn't it? Was it? Can't even remember now. Yeah. See, they're they're not on the. Yeah. Looking, I got the I got the Blu-ray right here. Yeah, braggart. Um. Yeah, right on here. Look at every match in there. You see Daniel Bryan and Seamus. No, that was a pre-show. Yeah. They, I'd forgotten about that. The dark match. They did the battle royal after. Seamus and Daniel Bryan had done the dark match. Mm. So that was all dark match stuff. Yeah. yeah. So not even on the live pay-per-view last year. Two yeah. massive talents. 
And now two guys that are probably going to be in the last two or three matches of the night. Yeah, I would think so. I think, yeah, I mean, Sheamus definitely, but... Uh, well, unless they bump the world title match at the beginning of the show like they did which, last year. Yeah, I wouldn't like that again <laughs> at all. But I think, I don't know, I mean, I think Daniel Bryan has a good chance of, of making it to the one of the main events. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, obviously they're trying to make him as massive as, he, as a, of a heel as possible yeah. by the time WrestleMania rolls around, yeah. so... Uh, you want to talk about some of these other guys? I, I was looking at the roster page here, and uh, sure. like, or we could just even just look at the WrestleMania card itself from last year. Who's yeah. who's moved up? Who's gone? <laughs> There's some guys right. that are gone. Right. So this time last year, um, God, oh man, why did I have to look at that one first? That eight man tag that was like uh, yeah. a nothing match. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I forgot about because the, it was the core. Yeah. Which I really like because I really like all those guys in it. Yeah. Well, well, besides Heath Slater, I, I was about to say I kind of he's okay. <laughs> oh, poor Heath Slater. <laughs> no one likes him. Versus was uh, Big Show, Kane, Kofi, and Santino, and yeah. it was just like it was like two or three moves, and it was over. Yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was it was it was a melee from the get go. So I mean, most of those guys, I mean, Zeke, most of the core really aren't doing anything right now. But well, wait, oh, Barrett, wait, Barrett aside, yeah, yeah. yeah, Barrett aside. Well, Zeke was hurt for a few months, and he yeah. just came back. Yeah. So I don't think it's his time this year to shine yeah. at WrestleMania. I mean, maybe next year. And yeah. I hate to say that because he's a cool guy. But, um, you know, Santino is pretty he's, much going to be where, where he is always, every year. Yeah, yeah. if they can find something for him, great. I don't think he's ever going to come out of that area. That's where he's going to stay. Yeah. So, Which is, I mean. Hey, you never know, man. I mean, yeah. the weirder, I think weirder things have happened in that company. If you think about, think about people that, would have never thought would have ever contended for the title or even became champion period. No. Look at a guy like Bradshaw. Yeah, true. Has anybody rise up? Has any super comedy act ever like won the title though? Like I mean, cha- got gotten out of that persona and and won the title? I mean, not that I could think of really. I mean, but I mean, people that did do a lot of comedy even though they weren't known as a comedy like a mm-hmm. Chris Jericho for instance. I mean, yeah. Jericho used to do a, Jericho was really funny. Yeah, that's true. Back he in his was day. he was kind of a a comedy act for a while. Right, exactly. And in WCW really, but Well, no, but think about all the stuff he used to do against Stephanie, even when yeah, he wasn't when he... contending for the world title. But the first night he came over, he was in a he 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 debuted against The Rock. Yeah, well, so. I I understand that, but so. he did a lot of funny stuff. I mean, he was peeing in the tea. He was yeah. you know, he did a lot of crazy stuff. So I don't True. it's not imp- it's not improbable. And like I said, if the time ever comes for Seamus, <laughs> for Santino just to snap, he's going to be a monster heel, I think, because you know he has the wrestling ability. He yeah. hides most of it. That's true. Yeah. So I think something could happen out of I that. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I just don't really see it happening, personally. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, obviously, I think he's having fun with it. Exactly. I mean, hell, yeah. he gets an easy paycheck. Exactly. You know? He's He's got a job for life. Yeah. Right? Like, as long as he wants it, because he's, he's never screwed up, as far as I know, like, and, uh, I don't. I don't think he has. If if yeah. he has, I think it was like years ago. Yeah. I think he might have had one suspension ever. Yeah. Almost, I think. So. But um. um yeah. Who else? Ray. He's in the question mark period. Yeah. And that's not a gag. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Yeah, but Ray fought Cody last year, and yeah, I think Cody's. I mean, he's he's on his way up still. I mean, he yeah. was he was pretty good right then, but he's his stock has risen quite a bit. I think he's one of the. He's one of the top heels of the company. Would you get most improved from last year? Just off the top of your head? Uh, From WrestleMania a year ago? Yeah, Yeah. probably so. Yeah. And he, yeah, his wrestling ability was already good then, but 
you know, confidence and confidence. That yeah. that's that's a big thing. And his the whole goofy uh, elephant man thing or whatever. I yeah. mean, turned into something like really really cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I liked. I've liked everything he's done so far. Yeah. As far as that goes, and. You know, I when he comes out and says he wants to be the first dual champion, I'm kind of rooting for him. Yeah, right. Because he's, I mean, even think about how he won the Intercontinental title. He beat yeah. Ezekiel Jackson clean. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I believe that he can beat big guys like that. He wrestled yeah. Sheamus this week, and I really didn't think he would win, but it was more of the situation that Sheamus had just won the Rumble. Yeah. If that hadn't happened, I would have said Cody was probably going to win. Yeah. And, and I believe he- it. Yeah, so. he, and he's rolled over guys. They've had him roll over guys that I thought would give him a good match. Yeah. So sometimes it happens, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So I mean, he's only gonna he's only gonna get better. He's only gonna win more titles. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens. I I, I don't think he's in world title contention for Mania this year. No. Obviously, I mean, I think that's pretty much gonna be set. It depends on who yeah. wins the chamber. Yeah. But I think Sheamus is gonna challenge a chamber guy, and as yeah. we saw on Raw this week. Jericho versus Punk, like just like we wanted. Yeah. Didn't even yeah. matter that Jericho didn't win the Rumble. Right. Jericho versus Punk. Uh, that's that's going to be the show stealer. You oh, know. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, so what do you think of the chamber matches? I know I'm all over the place tonight, but <laughs> yeah, Chris, what what do you think of those chamber matches? Uh, SmackDown, eh, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, damn shame. I mean, I realize that Mark Henry's hurt. Yeah. But and here's another. We were talking about people that have really moved up. We've always been fans of Mark Henry, yeah. but I, I I watched some old footage well, of Mark. Our, our fandom of Mark Henry has kind of come in and out, but ever yeah. since ever since his ECW championship, we've been yeah. big proponents of uh, Mark Henry. All of Mark Henry's massive heel runs, yeah, uh, the ECW one and this this latest one, yeah. But the thing is that that's really funny about it, it when Mark was actually doing one of those monster heel runs during the initial Friday Night SmackDown change yeah. about 06, 07 yeah. before they did the ECW relaunch and he was there Right. he was brutal on the mic I mean yeah. Mark Henry was the worst promo guy in the company yeah. in my opinion yeah. he was one of those guys that would start talking and stop halfway through the sentence right. and then figure out where he was and then finish it Right. and it, I just used to fast forward that stuff. Just God, it was the yeah. worst. And now he's so fun to listen to. Yeah, he's just a really pissed off guy. Right. And sometimes he'll say things that don't they don't make any sense. No, they don't. But it's like you're not going to correct him. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what Mark Henry is. He has that confidence about him, even when he says stuff that makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, you just listen to him. It's like yeah. And yeah. then afterwards, like when he's gone, you're like, what the. Huh? Yeah. If you're not beat up. I feel like Tony Alice. Whatever you say, Mark. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> but, yeah, that the SmackDown Chamber, I mean, he's not in it, and Kali took his place, so that already drops its stock about <sighs> 100,000 points. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Raw, better Chamber match. But, you know, I've seen those years where SmackDown doesn't have a good roster on their yeah. chamber match and I've still wound up being entertained by it. Yeah. It just depends on how you book that finish. True. But, you know, I think the the raw one's probably going to really kill it. I, looking at the people in both of them, I know that I will like the raw chamber better. Yeah. I have no doubt about it. What's Kofi going to have to do in the chamber? I know, right? <laughs> He's got a high, I mean, his yeah. bar is set high. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know we talked about that spot, but yeah, what's he going to do? I mean, he's basically... Uh, it's like they went, Kofi, you want to be big? You want to be big time? Right. You need to go out there. We've got all these highlights that we've been showing on all, right. all these other rewinds <laughs> of these major events. We've got the Royal Rumble thing, 
And you saw what John Morrison did, right? We need you to go <laughs> in and can you do something that's different but equally wow? Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> now on to the Elimination Chamber. Right. We've got this, this spot with Rob Van Dam doing the <laughs> Spider-Man thing. Now, do you think you could do something that might, we can replace that footage right. with? Do you think that's what they're doing with yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. That's the first thing I thought okay. of, yeah. <laughs> hey, creative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, prediction on the Kofi spot. I can We can tease uh, this for a few I weeks. Know. We're going to build up this. Chris, by the time the Elimination Chamber rolls around, I want you to pick and predict the Kofi spot from Elimination Chamber. I would never have been able to predict uh, uh, walking on his hands half, like a quarter of the way around the ring. So, I don't... Well, I want I'm... you to work on it. You're a All creative right. guy. Right. You be be- you're better than WWE creative. I All want right. you to come up with the Kofi spot mm-hmm. and I want to see if yours is better than what he winds up doing. All right. And now at this point, if Kofi doesn't do anything, he's screwed. Right. <laughs> Goodbye, push. Anytime he makes it into the Elimination Chamber, it's a win. In, in my opinion. So. Yeah, sometimes he doesn't <laughs> sometimes make it. Sometimes he doesn't even make it in. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Edge, on your Hall of Fame bid. <laughs> You've done things that no one else ever has, including getting a guy out of the chamber completely right. <laughs> and stealing his spot <laughs> on during that match. Right. Then it, then that wasn't even in the package. That's one of my favorite things yeah. he's ever done, period. Yeah. Uh, anyway, man, that Hall of Fame. Four Horsemen, Edge, Mike Tyson. Yeah. I think Mike Tyson's very valid. I, if anybody's yeah. mad at that, then they're wrong. Well, yeah. It's a celebrity. People get so mad at the celebrity wing. I don't understand that. I don't understand. That. It's, it's, it's a wing. It's there. You're going to get one every year. Yeah, so. it's a celebrity. <laughs> right. It's not hardcore champion of the world. Right. You know? It doesn't mean they're better than other wrestlers that aren't in there yet. Yeah. It just means that they're a celebrity and they had a big impact yeah. for the short time that they were there. They were cool enough to actually come on our show and put us over yeah which is all we want we want mainstream approval all right and there you go yeah you know, as, as, you know until they put snooki in there <laughs> and even then she's probably gonna she maybe down the road if she does a few more things with her know. life she might wind up being in the <laughs> hall of fame she, she's gonna be the next shirley Temple black she's gonna be like in congress now or something right. she's gonna be a diplomat right. <laughs> so then 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 she won't even take the acceptance and like, can you imagine she gets like that to that point where it's like no I'm not going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame <laughs> it'll never happen I'm just kidding so uh, anyway Snooky <laughs> so oh um I've got an idea for what could really be the big thing for the Smackdown Chamber it's something I've been wanting for about you know well more than a month and a half but the fact that they implied this on television and we haven't been able to talk about this yet, yeah. is that that thing that he was doing for a couple of weeks back in December where he was healing on his big brother, Dustin. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he says he the last time that he ran into Dustin backstage, he had just beaten Booker yeah. right at the beginning of SmackDown that year. Right. And Dustin actually congratulated him. Yeah. And he says... I don't want you to think about one more run here. If you're thinking about putting on that stupid makeup and stupid costume, don't be a disgrace. You're already an embarrassment. Don't be a disgrace. Like yeah, just, yeah. just really buried him on yeah. there. So where is he? I well, I don't really. I don't know. Why I would they do that? Would that be a good WrestleMania match, though? Do you think? I oh uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Think about. It. I mean, like. Has Goldust been in a feud and not given a guy a good wrestling match? Well, I'm not saying that. I just don't you know. You think it's bad for Cody? Is, 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 that what you, is that where you're going with it? Yeah, I'm just not sure if that's a if that's a WrestleMania match. I mean, I would like it, but I don't 
know if that has the WrestleMania feel to it. They may revisit it afterwards. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, they can work a miracle in a month if they really want to. Yeah. So. I mean, I think it'd be great. I just, I don't really know where Cody's going to be on WrestleMania, you know? Yeah. So I mean, that may be an option. I, I, Who's to say that Goldust still isn't a legitimate contender for the Intercontinental title? I yeah. mean, he's a former multiple Intercontinental yeah. champion. Yeah. He, you know, he probably, I'm sure he's still got it. I mean, we haven't seen him in the ring in a couple of years, but yeah. the last time he had a run, he didn't look a day older than yeah. when he first debuted as Goldust, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, we, well, no, he's he's been, like, last the last time we saw him, his, his latest run, I mean, he was leaner than he's ever been yeah. and, like, still had it. I mean, he gave Sheamus yeah. a run for his money when yeah. Sheamus first showed up. Absolutely. And, you know, I know his, his real-life job right now is is handling the divas and training them in the ring right now. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, but hey, speaking of that, we'll move on here. We talked about Karma being in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. She wasn't on at all this week. Yeah, Yeah, where is she? I don't know. Uh, They're just just pretending like it didn't happen. They They didn't even mention it, did they? They didn't even say her name on SmackDown because Cole was talking about his big Rumble appearance. And... And remember, Josh and Booker were like giving him crap about it. Yeah. And he goes, "You got eliminated by a woman." They didn't even say who it was. Oh, yeah, I guess they didn't even that. say karma. Hmm. What's up with that? Yeah. Technically, he was not eliminated by a woman. He eliminated himself. Oh, God. But if if you're standing there and someone runs away from you and they get eliminated, you she eliminated that him. person. She didn't touch him. But we covered that already. Yeah. So. I know. <laughs> Uh, there's just a few things that are left over that I just wonder where these people are. Yeah. Where's Goldust? Where's Karma? Maybe she's not ready to come back full-time yet? Yeah. They're just planting that seed for later on? I don't know. Yeah. And but with with Beth Phoenix as dominant as she's been in these past couple matches she's been in, and just yeah. like taking control, I mean, they need someone to come in. I can only That's assume it's going to be, be Karma. Yeah. That's got to be Mania. Yeah. I'm glad we called that last year that we're going to have Beth Phoenix versus Karma at Mania. Yeah. Looks like it's going to come true. Yeah. I so. Have to put her out there. I guess uh, my prediction, since the Chamber is such a packed thing for just those two matches, you're going to yeah. have a lot of guys that normally get booked on pay-per-views just in those two matches. Right. I'm assuming they are going to have a Divas title match and or a Divas tag match. I hope it's a title uh, match. I, they're going to have to have some way to get as many Divas as possible in the show. So. Yeah. And I say that's probably where it's going to start. Don't She's make gonna... it a Lumberjill match, please. Well, Beth's going to retain her title at the Elimination Chamber, yeah. and then Karma's going to come out, and that's where it starts. Yeah. I mean, that's that's got to be it. Yeah. But I'm not done with the Divas yet, Chris. <laughs> All right. The, you know, obviously people that are listening to this show are big wrestling fans. If if you have been watching SmackDown in the last two weeks, it's it's been kind of a tough watch. For me, I, I I just, I'm so appalled. You know, it takes a lot to offend me. And right. I generally laugh off a lot of stuff in this this realm right. here. Hey, it's sports entertainment. Ha right. ha, yeah. Right. But this Natalia thing, what is the effing point? Yeah, I don't really. know. Um, well, first of all, her getting beat every week, every week by... Uh, the same person. By Tamina. We talked about how great it would be if they would trade off wins. Yeah. No, every match just destroyed. I think they had a longer match on Superstars, but nobody saw it, but she still got beat. Yeah. So, but yeah, what they're doing now, fart jokes aren't funny. Yeah. Never. (laughs) They're never funny. If you're like five years old, maybe, but... Like I said, a a fart joke can be funny if the fart joke is written well. 
No, I if, disagree. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there there have been a few instances in history where it can be funny if you're five. <laughs> sure, but uh, all I keep thinking about is like the the old Jim. Go look up all the Jim Cornette rants online. Yeah, him shooting on the Attitude Era and yeah. anything that was just ridiculous that they would just throw out there. Yeah, you him talking about you know like Vince Russo and Ed Ferreira. They wanted to have a Terry Reynolds loser baby on television. Can you imagine watching that and your wife just lost her baby? I don't think know, that's quite the same thing as well, a fart joke. Well, but what I'm saying is the whole the thing at the end of the day when he would talk about all these stupid storylines yeah. that he had to yeah, be yeah, in the company I with. Get you. Be, does it draw a single freaking dime? I got you. I I get the comparison. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It's it it's pointless. Yeah, it it's, is. It's not. You know, the most pointless thing I can think of over the last few years that doesn't have anything to do with anything, doesn't go anywhere, yeah. is just the simple damn punchline. Yeah. That's right. fine. Yeah. Because it, it's pointing out the absurdity of what they do. Right. And that's perfect. But this this doesn't have... There's nothing here. Yeah. Can this transfer into the ring? Is this going to be part of her arsenal? Um, I mean... No. Oh yeah, you don't think that's coming? <laughs> no, I do. And I thought that during the match that they had, but yeah, like it was gonna happen or yeah. something. She's gonna or, start doing. She's gonna take the stink face away from uh, Kelly or Eve or whoever's doing it now. Yeah. And, or or God forbid, she gets on a roll in yeah. the ring, or someone she craps gets, her pants and has to leave. <laughs> yeah. I, I just for some reason I just thought of that Big Show Eddie Guerrero feud yeah. where he feeds him bad burritos and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what, someone's going to be beaten down on Natalia. They'll be on a roll, almost ready to beat her, and then they'll have to leave. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds stupid, doesn't it? Yeah, yes, it does. They couldn't possibly want to go there, could they? And someone's going to throw up on Michael Cole's shoes again. <laughs> Didn't Booker do that? <laughs> that was, um... No, Michael Cole threw up on Chris Jericho's shoes. In the back, but at, was it really, yeah. was it like ringside? Oh, no, Booker. Yeah, yeah, Booker threw up on Michael Cole when he got the stink yeah. face. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> what oh, are we doing here, Chris? I don't know. <laughs> I think we're purging. Ew. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that, that's my that's my soapbox yeah. for the week. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Soapbox. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about something positive. <laughs> All right. Shoot. Uh, do, you, uh, do you think the Santino thing? We talked about Santino already, but Santino's got a different tag partner every week. Do you think this is going to be an ongoing thing, number one? And number two, do you think there's something positive that can come out of it? For the uh, tag team division, our favorite thing. Yeah. Um, I think he will have a different tag partner every week, yes. Um, and it's kind of a placeholder or until they get teams, until they get it, their act together to have teams compete against each other. Yeah, there's a show for the network <laughs> called Tag Teams. There's a novelty. <laughs> hey, there, right. there's another novelty this year. We yeah. found one for you guys. Yeah. Yes. Yes, the tag team tournament is still going on. I mean, the they, they have tag teams there. That I mean, the Usos, uh, yeah. they have tag teams that can create a compelling story, but they just... Yeah. Prefer not to do it for whatever reason. So yeah, I understand that. And yeah. a, in a year where you're, I mean, yeah, this is a this. I'm I'm referring more to a faction, but in a year where the four horsemen are going into the Hall of Fame, yeah, might just be a few more people to go back and look on that footage. Yeah, maybe maybe sell a few more four horsemen DVDs. Yeah, get those Blanchard Anderson matches yeah. watched. 
hey, that tag team stuff's pretty cool. And you know, I get, I mean, I've looked on, I, like, Facebook, the comments from people, like, the SmackDown Facebook page or whatever, oh. had, like, after the, uh, um, after Epico and Primo won, and, like, the majority of the comments were like, this is dumb, they're stupid, and so people don't, for some reason, people can't get behind teams like that. Even though they're great teams, yeah. they would never get behind, like, uh, Hawkins and Rex teaming up on, yeah. on SmackDown, which I would love. Yeah, they were a good team. And they're a good team, and they're a good team on Superstars, and, uh, or Beretta and Tatsu. Yeah, remember, I mean, they're a good team. What about, there's another one, Hawkins and, um, and Lance Hoyt. Uh, fuck. Uh, uh yeah. What the hell was his name? <laughs> like Vance Archer. Vance Archer, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Archer and Hawkins was a yeah. good. They were a good team. Good yeah. potential. Good, like, you know, kind of tanking Ferrari, but you know. Yeah. But, but for whatever reason, people can't get behind teams like that, and I don't. Yeah. I just don't understand it. I get that. Which goes back to my disdain for the general public. <laughs> yeah. Or at least the vocal public. Well, the, WWE the, has taught this general public that tag team wrestling doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, unless it's like. Uh, like uh, two big singles guys that join together and yeah. win the title that hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they do every time. Yeah. There's been they've gotten people to care about this thing before. It's been yeah. done. You've seen it. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of the priority. There's yeah. no priority in it. It's 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 not seen as anything that can make you become a great singles wrestler anymore. Right. right. I I used to feel bad for the guys that that had no aspir almost the guys that almost had no aspiration to be a world champion just wanted to be one of the better tag wrestlers right. ever. Right. You know, you think I'm sure like a guy like a and just picking off the top of my head like a guy like beautiful Bobby Eaton. Yeah. I don't think he ever thought he was going to be world champion. Right. He's like I can be the best tag team wrestler in the world. Yeah. And that's not a bad goal to have either. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of hypothetical as far as what the, yeah. what the tag division, where it's going. And but regardless, like I really, really, really like Epico and Primo. Yeah. And Primepico, yeah. as I like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope, they, I hope they're champions for a while, and I hope that uh, they have a really good run. Because, I mean, that all their matches are really good. Yeah. So. yeah. And they just get better and better every time. Yeah. I'm going to have to start a new weekly segment, speaking of that, Chris. Mm. Uh, you know, some of the stuff we've done in the past, and I'm, I'm bringing them all back. I'm bringing most of them back here on the show this week. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to have a new one called Move of the Week. Okay. Chris, if, if if it's okay with you, I would like to get Move of the Week to the Supreme Crucifix backstabber on SmackDown this week <laughs> yeah. that Santino took. Good on you, Santino. Yeah. That looked like it hurt. Yeah. Primo has been... Yeah. Like, well, even the uh, the house show footage where they won the titles and he did it on Evan Bourne, he, like, yeah. flipped... Like through the air and backwards. Yeah, both times they both times they that gave one it to looked, Evan. That one was spectacular. This week's just looked like it really, really yeah. hurt. Because it like as soon as he fell down on his back, yeah. the knee stayed in there and just kind of yeah. molded into his back. And, and Santino's was still like his back was arched up. Yeah. Like oh my god. I mean that move was also called a lung blower, and I think that <laughs> may have done just that. It looked like he just had no air in him at all. What's it called again? A lung blower. Lung blower. Wow. Yeah. 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 Or the air raid crap. No, that not. Sorry. I know that Styles, uh, Joey Styles, used to call it the backcracker, and then yeah. they changed it to the backstabber yeah. because it's more of a heel name. Yeah. So that's all I know, but I never heard that before. That's really cool. See, yeah. you learn stuff here on the show. <laughs> Hell, I'm learning stuff. Speaking of moves, though, uh, Sheamus brought out a new move this week, a new finisher <laughs> that they apparently had no idea what it was. Yeah. But also, they've never a, seen ECW matches or they've never also watched Nova. Done by a fellow Irishman. The yeah. Celtic, the original Celtic Cross, or at least as far as exactly. WWE is concerned. Yeah, 
Yeah, Finley's also, old move. Yeah. yeah also I guess, the Kryptonite Crunch or the Schwine in uh, um, Dragon Gate. So. I'm, I'm learning so much here. <laughs> yeah, I guess, well, Finley's not a, an employee of WWE anymore, so it never happened. True. So, yeah. Did you ever hear what Finley got fired over? Yeah. And he, he apparently he copped this too. He apparent last year when they when the Miz was at like the height of his heeldom, like yeah. I think this is pre WrestleMania, I think. Yeah. They were doing a thing before they went on the air live from Raw, then play the national anthem. Well, apparently that's uncharacteristic of a, just a regular TV or house show because they pretty much only do it at the big events. Right. But they did it, and Finley booked Miz to come out and interrupt the national anthem. Oh yeah. Like mid song. Yeah. And he did that. Yeah. And. And you know they do that sponsorship with um, uh, the the reserves, oh, yeah. and that didn't go over too well. <laughs> and there were apparently some people complained, and Finley actually got fired over that. That's dumb. Yeah, I mean I get it. But that's dumb. Yeah, we weren't. I don't think we had done a show that week last year, but yeah, I yeah. just couldn't. I was like, you know, wouldn't you just kind of get a reprimand for that? Yeah. Or get you it's know, like, hey, don't do that again. Yeah. Suspend him for a month or something. Yeah. They just completely fired him. He was he'd been a loyal employee for so long. Yeah. This one thing, it's like who had it in for him? Yeah. <laughs> who wanted that job? Or it seems like a like a ex- making an example out of him, like they did with uh, Daniel Bryan choking what's his face with the with the tie. Yeah. Justin Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, that was dumb too. Yeah, for everything that Finley did for them, helped train guys, helped develop guys. Yeah, I think they wronged him pretty well. Yeah. Now he's now he's having to wrestle on the indie circuit. Yeah, and not that that's a total demotion, but you know, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's not making nearly the money he did. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yes. Thanks for letting me be all over the place here tonight, Chris. <laughs> uh, You're like a Daniel Bryan promo tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I shouldn't be in the elimination chamber. <laughs> I shouldn't have to defend this thing. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Well, now, uh, how is how is NXT and Superstars? Let me get an update on. I that. I haven't or... seen this week. Um, I mean, it's been good. I mean, you can always count on Superstars to give you at least one or two good, decently length matches. Yeah. Um, NXT is kind of a mixed bag. I think I mentioned to you the other night they had they recently had their hundredth episode of NXT and the main event was a wedding, so I think I mentioned that on the last show actually. Well, they've but, really uh, made it to the big show, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, Titus O'Neil versus um, Darren Young was one of the main events, which is, eh. I mean, there's good. Was Trish at the wedding? Uh, no. Okay, well then, right there. <laughs> I mean, there's good in there, but it's it's harder to find sometimes. So. It's like the hundredth week of NXT At redemption. The, the, yeah. The fact that it's still going on like almost a year later, the longest <laughs> NXT season. It's yeah. almost like a bubble experiment. Like they're being watched and you know, cause people don't see it really. They, yeah. if you, if you pay to go to SmackDown or raw or whatever, you get to see it. Yeah. But people still aren't really seeing it. Right. It's, it's like, it's like a, like a guinea pig test. Like, yeah. let's see if they crack. Right. Let's just put them in there for like 200 weeks and right. not not promote anybody. Right. And we'll start bringing over guys that we don't book anyway to like yeah. take their slots and see if they really go crazy. Yeah. It's like this weird social experiment they're yeah. doing. So I mean, some of the guys on there are good, but I don't I don't know what they're doing over there. It yeah. just seems like they really don't know what they're doing with it anyway, which is evidenced by the fact that it's still going on. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming the commentary might save it a little bit too. You got Regal and. Uh, Josh Matthews, yeah. right? 
Um, most of the time on the hundredth episode, they brought Cole back to commentate. So, <laughs> Cole, Michael Cole, and his famous gong, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. give it up for Michael Cole. Yeah. So he was crapping all over the show like he always does. So. Yeah. We got farts and crap and <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> Next yeah. week in the booth, Natalia. No, she will be in a hermetically sealed booth <laughs> because that's what we're doing with her. Right. It's the only way we're safe. <laughs> all right. Now it's time for the weekly awards match of the week. Chris, you got any thoughts sure. on that? Um, I will go with uh, Brian versus Punk. Even though it didn't end, like, it wasn't a clean ending, obviously. Right. Cause, yeah. uh, but it did set up, hopefully, Jericho versus Punk. So that's Maybe. that's a good thing. Also, but I wouldn't expect champion versus champion to end definitively anyway. So yeah, you can't really do it. I mean, you, you know, yeah. you have to figure out a way around it. Of course, you can have pen finishes. There just yeah. has to be very, very wormy circumstances surrounding right. it usually. So. so I mean, it that's that was a dream match, and the fact that they're both champions at the time just makes it that much better. Something I never thought I would see happen. Yeah. So and they gave him a decent amount of time even though it wasn't the main event it was like the middle of the show and the main yeah. event was stupid uh Larnitis thing well speaking of let's oh talk god about the, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, the the um the dead man elephant in the room yeah so <laughs> yeah we're going to move over here now yeah. we'll come back to the wards right <sighs> what was your reaction cuz i know mine like whenever everything was happening and then you the lights go out and you hear the gong with all due respect the bell to the career and the legend that is the Undertaker. He's yeah. a living legend at this point. And even all due respect to his two WrestleMania matches with Triple H. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to see a third one. I don't either. I think the way to go here, my knee-jerk reaction, because I honestly haven't thought about it. I put it out of my mind completely. I was <laughs> right. like, I'm just going to accept the fact that they're going to do it again. Right. But I think that's that would just be something... I don't think... I don't even think Hunter wants that on himself well, see, because it's like I I was he should consider I was lucky enough and like I said all due respect to him yeah. too he's done great in the ring yeah all due respect like he's gonna even up Michaels like right. Shawn Michaels he's gonna even up oh I have to have two matches with the Undertaker too whether he yeah. said it that way or not right. he got it right no one else got it but Shawn Michaels and now him yeah well Kane's had two oh yeah sorry. Sorry, Kane. All due respect. All due respect. <laughs> I a third time, no. I think no. it's got to go with him handpicking somebody to fight yeah. to take her. And see, that's the thing. Like, okay, the first thing I didn't really understand why Triple H or Undertaker would come out and stare down Triple H anyway, because mm-hmm. he has beaten him twice, and there's nothing to prove there. So why would he come back and stare down Triple H like I'm gonna face you again because I already beat you and I have nothing to prove? That doesn't make sense. The only thing I liked about that whole thing is that Triple H walked out on him. Mm-hmm. He looked at him and he he kind of like stared him yeah. down for a second, but then he just kind of like smiled or did he smirk or whatever, and then he yeah. just kind of walked out of the ring yeah. and just left him there. So that was the only thing that I liked and yeah. points to the fact that hopefully it won't happen. It won't be the third time because even if Triple H wins, which I don't think he would, even if he did, he'd still be down two to one. So it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I've got a theory. Well, I mean, well. Breaking the streak is victory enough. Yeah, but still. Doesn't yeah, but count. still. But I've got a theory. While you were talking, you gave me a very good idea, Chris. Whether okay. you know it or not, I don't know it. Here's what I think. Okay. This is the one guy, besides Sting. No. I, th- I think they're. I th- it's not <laughs> this, is, this is that yearly uh, 
This is that yearly tiptoe into the angle that, that can, can we get him? Can we get him? Yeah. I know I know you've gone on record saying that you want Sting to be the one guy that doesn't make the move. Yeah. And I'm cool with that now too at this point. And you know what? I'm gonna say one positive thing about Impact. My one well, it's my only impact reference of the night. I've, mm-hmm. Sting's doing a great job as the figurehead GM. I like it. I'm cool with it. He's a great. He's always been a great talker. Yeah. And you know what? He's entertaining. And I would much rather see him do that than get in the ring. Good on you guys. You finally did sure. something right with yeah. an old guy in Impact <laughs> Wrestling. Right. You made him a really entertaining figurehead. And he's interacting with everybody on the roster, top that's to true. bottom. And that's the way it ought to be. Yeah. So there you go. My one positive thing about Impact, I'm going to say, I'm sure any segment that involved Derek Young or ODB this week, since I didn't see the show, was also gold, because those guys are great. I wish WWE would sign those guys over as a package deal, because they are the couple in wrestling right now. (laughs) Anyway, back to my thing. Chris, rewind. I've got a theory. Okay. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. I know you hate this. All right. Off the top of your head, Chris, think about people that have been in WWE before, because this is where I'm going with it. Who has the Undertaker not wrestled at WrestleMania that's a big one? I'm talking about a guy that they're kind of doing business with again in media. Let's say in your video game. Let's say I've never wrestled Undertaker at WrestleMania. Let's say he's now available because this certain person just retired from his very successful run in UFC. Um, I don't know. Brock Lesnar. Did he retire? I didn't even know that. Yeah, Brock just lost his... Uh, he, I know you've been very busy over the holiday season, Chris. I I needed to update you on the fact Brock Lesnar lost his title and he lost his previous match here in UFC yeah. and he retired that no. night once he did. So, why not? Yeah. Triple H comes in and says, you know what, man? You're the man, right? Yeah. Great. But this guy probably is too. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. if they do it that way. Now, I'm not saying Lesnar deserves it because yeah, you know yeah. how shitty he was right. back then. But maybe, possibly, with all this stuff that's gone on in his life yeah. and the fact that he's done the things that he's wanted to do now, yeah. he's over it. And he also realizes, hey, if I do this, you know, it's not like I'm full time again. This yeah. is why I left in the first place was the full time schedule. Right. You don't think they're not going to want to have fucking Brock Lesnar wrestle at oh, WrestleMania yeah. in an attraction match against the Undertaker, yeah. a guy that is as believable as an opponent as anybody in the world right now? Yeah. yeah losses aside, but Brock proved that he was a badass in his UFC yeah. run. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Brock versus the Undertaker at WrestleMania. That would be interesting. That is yeah. the only thing they could do. What else are they going to do? They, they can't get Cena this year. Yeah. You know, the Cena's the only other opponent that Undertaker has to beat at WrestleMania. Right. It never happened the first time. Let it be Brock. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's jam-pack, let's make WrestleMania what it's supposed to be, man. Every <laughs> match is, is king shit. This is what <laughs> WrestleMania is all about. Don't make it just a, a, another pay-per-view. Oh, but we have 70,000 more people. Right. That's what a couple of them have felt like. Right. Let's be honest. Yeah. They're fun, and they're good, and it's the event, you know? Yeah. You know, they always talk about dead Super Bowls. You know, no more dead WrestleManias. Jam-pack this MF. Well, that's what they usually do. I mean, they bring back all these people to, to jam-pack it, you know. And yeah. it's it's superstar studded. Yeah, so. but, but no more of this eight-man microwave match stuff. Yeah. No no more well, of yeah. these uh, guys getting 
outbooked on the last minute for a dark match. Yeah. Because they've 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 not had that's good thing, matches on WrestleMania because of that. Yeah, that's the thing that I, I don't like about WrestleMania. I think I talked about. I don't know if I talked about this on the show last year or not. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that they bring in all these people and these stars that take away from people that have been there year after yeah. year after year working and working and working and yeah. don't get that WrestleMania spotlight because they're not as big of a mega superstar yeah. as these and, other guys. And whose fault is that? Yeah. Them. Yeah. WWE. Yeah. Not not the superstar. Well that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not That's what I'm saying, I'm not, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not blaming The Rock. I'm not blaming no. Snooky. I'm not blaming Stone Cold Steve Austin for yeah. them bringing him in. I'm just saying I don't like the fact that for WrestleMania to me should be the build up over the past year, which they did that with Cena and The Rock. Yeah. Which that's cool. Uh, at the very least, it should be the build-up between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, and it should be yeah. a cohesive story. And it's not always the case because they always build last-minute matches, and they always have people that have been there for years and years, working day in and day and day, and yeah. they don't get that spotlight that they yeah. deserve, you know. Yeah. And so they really, here's my rule: WrestleMania should be, they shouldn't have to have a pay-per-view called Night of Champions. Yeah. Every title needs to be defended at WrestleMania from now on. I don't want any of them in a dark match. They have to be defended on the show. And then, you know, some people can... There's people that can get in those title matches. You know, have have your tag team scrambles and stuff like that. Get as many people in there as possible. You want to do a battle royal? Great. Do it on the show. (laughs) Make sure everybody is represented on your show. Yeah. To me, it seems like... The booking for WrestleMania seems to be more like what people ten years in the future will look back and say, "Oh, that that looks really awesome," as opposed to right now, what's happening. You know, yeah, that seems like how they book it most of the time. Yeah. So back back to my my original starting off point there, Lesnar Undertaker. You in on that? Yeah, I I think I could go for that. That's the most interesting thing I could, I can think of uh, yeah. for the Undertaker. Can't get Sting. Can't get Cena. Don't want. Sting. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's just like, yeah. what else are they gonna do? They can't do yeah. anything else. It's not, it's not gonna be Kane three or Hunter yeah. three. And yeah, and there's there's no one else there yeah. that would even like make me question that Undertaker yeah. would, couldn't beat him. And honestly, I think he would beat Lesnar too. But well, he will. Yeah. And that's the thing that will. It's weird that'll almost kind of mirror the Lesnar thing. If yeah. he beats him, that's twenty, right? Yeah. That's twenty. That's when he goes That's out. Yeah. He'll retire after a win. Be like, hey, yeah. Well, you retired after a loss, but I'm gonna go ahead. And... <laughs> yeah, I think see? Undertaker, out of anybody like in the history of wrestling, I mean, I think he, I wouldn't mind if he didn't go out on his back, like most guys. Yeah. I think should lose, but at this point, he win WrestleMania, win the twenty, and then stop. Yeah, really should, and obviously he he has to because. In the past, or in the past, in the last few years, yeah. he's won his Mania match. He's gone for four months, five yeah. months. Comes back for SummerSlam or Survivor Series. He's gone for Didn't even months. do that this year. Yeah. So you know he's not. Yeah. You know he's done. Yeah. And he's got, you know, put one more in there. That's that's the guy, I think. I mean, that's, you yeah. know, I think that would be the best possible idea. And that, that, like that ensures... They will have the biggest buy rate in the history of, of WrestleMania yeah. with that. That's is not. I have no question about that. Yeah. And then by this time next year, hopefully we'll be be talking about what do they have to do to replace <laughs> the Undertaker now that the streak thing. Right. 
what else can they put in there that makes people tune in? Because there's there's probably some people that just get WrestleMania every year because of The Undertaker. There is a faction of those fans. I'm sure there are. So what are they going to have to do now to evolve? I don't know. Anyway, questions for next year, right? (laughs) All right, Chris, so you picked uh, Punk Brian for Match of the Week. And, you know, I I, I do agree with you, but almost uh, I do this a lot, you know, in the past on principle – I actually, and, and and of course that's going to build to the Punk Jericho match that we want. I, I really have to. I'm going to have to go for the Orton Wade Barrett no disqualification match on SmackDown. Yeah, that was really good. Which is not like me because you know no disqualification matches, and it, it didn't turn into the garbage match that you thought it would because I because yeah. that last one man let's go through the building let's do yeah. the stair gimmick, uh, the elevator yeah, thing elevator. was retarded. Yeah. So this one I think they did it right. And especially after basically no showing it last week, that was that pissed me off right. because they had me in, they had me built up. Yeah. And I also got to say two points I want to make about that. Randy Orton, I finally figured out my thing about Randy Orton, Chris. It took okay. me years. You have a thing about Randy Orton. Well, I don't have a thing, but I figured out my thing. Right. And uh, you know, it was great because I, I love the fact that before Royal Rumble. Our listener Randy Brown, he was like anybody but Orton right. winning the Rumble. I'm right there with him. Yeah. But here's my thing on Orton. We talked about last year. Every time he was having, like, I mean, the rivalry of the year last year was practically Orton versus Christian. Yeah. As far yeah. as like the 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 ongoing feud, the best matches. All right. It never seems like a good idea me going into a Randy Orton match. Right. But you know. Over the last year, I've wound up enjoying most of them. Yeah. Yes, that's due to the quality of his opponents. You're only as good as your opponent a yeah. lot of the time. Most of the time. But this week on Raw, I mean, even that match he had with Ziggler, good match, right? Yeah. Yeah. R- really good. Of course, Ziggler's a great wrestler, too. But Orton was on. He came. It was his first match, his first full match right. back since his month-long injury. Yeah. And he was on fire. He was just as good in that match as Ziggler was, yeah. pretty much come back and we do the payoff match with Barrett. This could be their last match. Who knows? Yeah. But I was compelled. I liked it. Yeah, it was a I good match. really liked the match. Yeah. I didn't mind the finish. Like I was like, is, is Barrett going to get any more offense in yeah. at the last act here? Because yeah. he, he, looked... he put off the uh, RKO for, for a bit. Yeah. Eventually you knew it was good. Happen, good counter-wrestling. So. And, and like I said, Barrett has nothing to lose in this feud. He just yeah. needs to make a good showing because right. Orton's going to beat him in the end. Yeah. Orton pretty much beats anybody in the end, which is right. another reason why I kind of get hot and cold with him. Right. But I, I thought it was great. I think if this is the if this is the blow-off of the feud, Barrett's stock has risen. It did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. You know, and Randy Orton actually had good matches, and I give my respect to him for that bit. So yeah. I, I'm going to have to give that one match of the week. Right. And, uh, Fair enough. It was a good match. Yeah, is it? Is Barrett? I, I was like, Barrett strikes me as Max Bear Senior. <laughs> like he has that kind of thing. His his gimmick is I beat people up, I make money. Right. No no pity. Right. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It, it's and he's and he's a boxer in his own right, right. too. So yeah. I, I think that's really cool. I like that gimmick and maybe that's where it's from. Yeah. He's even wearing his hair like him. So. <laughs> nah, anyway, that, that, that was my. That was my nerd comparison right there. <laughs> so there's my match of the week. Orton versus Wade Barrett. No disqualification. Two good matches this week. We'll go back and pick our match of the week for January. We're definitely going to do that because we're going to keep track of them all for the big end of the year show. Yes. That's it. Thanks for letting me talk tonight, Chris, because I've had a lot to say. <laughs> I appreciate you hanging in there with sure. me. So, yeah, if you have any opinions about what we've said here tonight, 
how right or wrong you think we are, how can they tell us that, Chris? They can go to cnjradio.com for our uh, myriad of different podcasts and um, email us at whs at cnjradio.com or just go to our Facebook, which is linkedin.com, and message one or both of us there. You can find us on the Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, that too. I like it. I like your Twitter posts, Chris. Thanks. So. I try to be witty when I can. Oh, you're always witty. <laughs> thanks. You're the man. <laughs> All right, then. Well, thanks a lot for tuning in to this week's edition of Wrestling House Show. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Saw big Ramus deer standing right over there. Saw wrestled up a fire that the medium rare barbecued his brisket, a roasted his rump, fed my dogs with the Ramus deer's hump. Eat steak, eat steak, eat a big old steer. Eat steak, eat steak. Do we have one deer? Eat beef, eat beef. It's a mighty good food. It's a great A meal when I'm in the mood.